trying podcast my name is dan and i'm trying all right so i know what you're thinking one is this really a second podcast already in the new year two no because technically the last podcast i did a week ago came out on the 31st so that wasn't in the new year (laughs) all right now uh seriously um i'm gonna try to do it more regularly i've said that before but it hasn't happened, so this time you're just getting lucky and you're getting two podcasts within, you know, a couple of weeks of each other. Um, I thought I'd do a little update, give you guys a little catch up from August to now. Uh, I talked about that briefly in the last pod uh, when I was just discussing the Wise Cam version three versus the version two. Um, I've had to, uh, version three running for two days now, and it's it's not bad. I do like the color uh infrared or night vision i should say um outside of that you know i I don't see a huge difference between the two they look pretty similar to me but uh we'll see it's it's too early to tell i can't give a full review on both right now um but if i had to go with one versus the other you know i probably would go with the three uh it looks like i keep getting new uh firmware upgrades so that's a good thing i'll take that you know why not um, anything that can increase or make things better, let's do it. So, wise. Uh, I said before in, in the last pod, I, I could be becoming a fanboy. Um, so, I told you I got the Wise Cam version 2. That was my first tiptoe into the Wise. Then, I think I mentioned I got a couple of their plugins. Um, so, I got two for, you know, the house. I was trying to use them. It didn't work out for what I was planning for. So now I'm using one as a light for Christmas lights. The other one, I have an idea that, like I said, coming down the road, I think I might use it for, uh, I have a, I have a beer sign in my office. I haven't used the beer sign in years, but I'm thinking of trying to figure out a way to get it, uh, set up. So either I just use a lady to start it, which that's pretty simple. Um, and that at least get me going so it'll be easier to turn it on. Or uh, eventually, I'd like to get it set up to like a motion sensor. I do have an extra motion sensor. However, that's Insteon. So, if wise, if you're listening, get yourself on Home Assistant. I can't say it enough. Uh, if you ever get hooked up with Home Assistant, then I could get the two working connected. So, maybe when I walk in my office, the one light comes on. I have possible lamp that I'm going to set up as well in the office uh, with the extra Insteon bulb I have. And then uh, my fat tire sign will come on. So, I don't know. That's one of the things I'm thinking about. Um, I said my daughter got two for Christmas from Santa, and uh, she's using those. I do wonder, though, she's only had it, you know, less than a week running, and the bulb for her lava lamp went out. I'm wondering if there was some kind of, I don't want to say a short, but if that caused the lava lamp to go out. So I'm going to have to keep my eye on that one. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't believe so. I wouldn't think it would cause that. But you never know. So I'll probably buy a new bulb for her lamp and uh, try it out again. And if it within a week or two, if it goes out, then, then we'll know there's something going on there. But So it's just something for me to keep my eye on. Uh, if I forget to mention it, email me. 
I'm trying Dan at gmail.com and uh, remind me to, to, to keep you up to date on that. Um, but what else have, have I done or purchased? Well, Wise had a special. If you buy their Cam Plus uh, for, God, was it six months or was it a year? If you bought it ahead of time, you got a free Wise Cam version 3. So not only did I buy a free Wise, or did I buy a Wise Cam version 3, but I also am getting another free one. So that should be arriving here sometime in January. Um, that one, I haven't fully decided what I'm going to do with it yet. I'd kind of like to test it outdoors. I don't have any cams outdoors. I don't really have a way to plug them in, though, to make them not as obvious. Uh, my two pl outdoor plugins I have, one is right outside my main front door. I already have a ring doorbell there, so there's really no reason to set up a camera out there. Unless I wanted to get a wider version of, or wider portion of my porch. The backyard is one I'm kind of kind of interested in and contemplating. I do have an outdoor plug there. Um, however, there are these lights, and they're made by this company. I'm, I'm going to butcher how you say this. Um, but they make floodlights, and they make it with a USB plug-in and a way to mount your Wise camera to it. And right now it's for version 2, so I may end up taking my one version 2 that is currently in the garage so that I'm you know, comparing it with my other, my new version three. Um, but I may take the version two and, and throw this in and put this for outside. But Wasserstein, Wasserstein, I, I don't know. It calls itself a four in one floodlight. It's a floodlight charger mount and outdoor case compatible with Wisecam. Turn your Wisecam into a powerful outdoor floodlight, right? So this would give it the floodlight. I'd have, you know, the recording options in a motion and everything. It has a motion sensor on it. Uh, I, I'm kind of really liking this. I have basically in the spot I'm thinking right now in the backyard, I already have a motion sensor floodlights. But, uh, hey, I could easily take those out and pop this in in the spring here when it gets warmer again and uh, check this out. So it's something I'm going to keep my eye on for the next couple months. Um, if this right now it's compatible with the Wise Cam 2, it says not Wise Cam 3. So I'd like to see if they come out with something that is compatible with the Wisecam 3, since I'll have an extra one. And then the Wisecam 2, I have a thought for somewhere in the house. Like I said, I'm not a big cam person for having cams in the house. But uh, I do have an idea or thought of somewhere I would like to try it out in the house maybe and uh, see how that would work out. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. If you guys got any thoughts or ideas, or if you got any other interesting uh, uh, products like this, again, I'm going to butcher their name, so I apologize, but Wasserstein, I, I don't know. To me, that's what it looks like, Wasserstein. I, you know, I saw this first on uh, one of the YouTube channels that I watch, um, and on that YouTube channel, I'm sure you hear me clicking and typing and all that in the background. That's just because I'm trying to get some of this data and info for you. But on the one YouTube channel that I watch, the guy had some of these on there, and that's where he was talking about it. Uh, and now I'm going to try to find Life Hackster. So shout out to Life Hackster. He had one of these on there, and I saw it on his YouTube channel, and I was like, this is pretty slick. I'm kind of cool with this. I, I like the idea of it. So, uh, I, uh, man, I just seen, he just put a new one out with, 
travel security kit. Sorry, lost, lost my mode of co concentration there for a second. And I hit the mic and making all kinds of noise. We'll see how much I can, that I can edit out. But uh, Life Hackster, he's the one. He had one of these lights on his channel. Um, I went on there to check it out. And uh, it looks pretty cool. And that's why I'm kind of thinking I might go that route. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Let me know. If you got any other ideas or other products, shoot it my way and I'll take a look at it. You know, obviously right now, uh, you know, I'm not getting any ads or anything at the moment. Probably coming soon, but uh, trying to get a little money so I can put invest back into this pod. But uh, yes, that's one thought. But going on with the why. So in addition to all that, they announced a watch. Now I've been thinking for a while that you know I've been I've had a Fitbit for a few years going on now, and it's great. It works fine. I don't have any complaints. I like it. I kind of wanted to do more with it, you know? I was like, I'm ready to move on and get an upgrade, but they could be expensive. And I was like, I, I can't afford that. And I was like, well, if I'm going to spend money on something to upgrade, then maybe I should look at the Apple Watch. And that's really expensive. And I was like, I don't know if I really want to do that either. So I was just kind of like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm good with what I got. And then Wise announces this $20 for a Wise Watch. I'm like, what the heck? So based on its description... You know, it'll work with certain apps. Um, it's obviously going to do steps, things of that nature. Uh, it, it just, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't even, I don't even know where, <laughs> where to go with it, but it's a watch and it's 20 bucks and why not? Um, it's made basically from what I've been, you know, hearing everybody doing comparisons and stuff made kind of like an Apple watch. It's bigger. Uh, you can get a 47 millimeter screen or a 44 millimeter screen. I believe Apple Watch's larger size is the 44 millimeter. So this one's going to be slightly larger than that. Um, it does the uh, blood oxygen level monitoring. It's a fitness tracker. Supposedly it has a nine day battery life. That'll be interesting. I don't know. Uh, it does sleep monitoring, um, pretty much all your, your fitness trackers do. It has ability to do your shortcuts from your wise app. So I don't have a lot of shortcuts right now. Um, just because like I said, one is Christmas lights. Um, the other two are for my daughter's room. Uh, so I don't really see a reason to do that. You know, I don't turn my cameras off. You know, I don't turn them on. You know, they're, they're just there. They're, it is what it is. But supposedly if you got shortcuts you can set up for all your different things, you can have those on your watch. So it'll work with shortcuts. Um, I do like that idea. Uh, you can have different designs. It looks like you could do photos for the watch face. So that'll be cool if you can access your photos and put those as part of your watch face. Water resistant up to two meters. So an IP68 weatherproof rating. Um, so it's, you know, fit to withstand dust, dirt, and sand. Resistant to submerge into a maximum depth of two meters underwater for 30 minutes. So ideally you could wear this swimming. I don't know if I'd go that route necessarily, but you probably could. Uh, I'll wait and let other people give their thoughts on it. Uh, heart rate monitoring, sleep monitoring steps uh, for women. Menstrual health tracking. All right. Um, it says compatible with popular apps. Now, it says for messaging, weather, music, video, and many other apps. So Facebook, WhatsApp app, Instagram, Facebook Messenger, 
Gmail, Twitter, and Wise are the ones that they're showing right off the bat. Now, it says music, but supposedly you can't really do music, and it doesn't have Bluetooth, so you can't really... I thought it's got a Bluetooth to your phone. It has to Bluetooth to your phone. So maybe you will be able to eventually control music. I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure. It'll be interesting what they think of the, the music choice on here or, or what they mean by that. So supposedly you can do that. And then again, like I said, nine days of battery life. Uh, they have different bands already available for $12, $13.99 and different uh, styles and colors. Uh, most of them are leather or silicone so that you can change it up. I, 20 bucks. why not, right? I mean... If I hate it, 20, 20, all right, I can go to Taco Bell and spend way more than 20 bucks, you know, get a day's worth of food. So, uh, 20 bucks is nothing people. So, all right, I, I take it back. It was 1999 plus shipping. <laughs> so 25 bucks still 25 bucks for a watch that, you know, maybe after a few firmware upgrades could do even more than this. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty excited about that. So we'll see, uh, but it, it looks and sounds good so far to me, right? So I have that coming. That's supposed to be now shipping, I believe, in February. Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm one of the first on the orders, so I'm hoping to get it in February. It might be the beginning of March. Um, and then... Uh, in the house as a family we've been talking about we needed a new thermometer for the kids mainly for the kids but we thought you know with everything going on might as well get you know one to scan the forehead right well wise when the pandemic hit they they got together with another company and they have a fairly you know cheap forehead monitor you know scanner temperature reader whatever you want to call it i don't even know what do they call let me look here but basically uh it's a it's a forehead thermometer and um you know we were looking to get one it's eye health eye health no touch digital forehead thermometer 35 bucks okay that is that's nothing 35 dollars you know who cares and uh i don't know it's just a no-brainer and then the more i'm looking on here something else i'll talk about in a few minutes Starting, you know, first of the year. Come on, everybody's jumping on that health bandwagon, right? Well, I am too. And I could use a new scale, especially if I got one that my watch eventually syncs with. Now, it does. There's no talk of that right now. There's no talk that the watch and their wise scale are going to sync together. Their health band does, or their wise band does, which, by the way, that's $25. So this watch is 20 but the wise band was $25. Where, I, I'm missing something somewhere, people. I don't know where, but somewhere. Anyways, uh, the scale's 20 bucks, And it'll keep different profiles. So if me and my wife both want to have our own profile on there, we can have our own profile. So I think I'm going to jump in on this scale too, people. Start the new year off that way, right? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just kind of rambling, but trying to get you guys updated where I'm at, where, where my brain's at. So... Yeah, I'm jumping on the wise bandwagon. So uh, I'm hoping this company's doing. They've they've solved the issue of cheap but good products. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm impressed with these cameras. The plugins so far have been impressive. I mean, we'll see what happens going on with my daughter's lava lamp. But outside of that, I've been impressed with a lot of their a lot of their products. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. 
Um, but that's that's where I'm at currently going into the new year, getting things going. Let's step back. Let's let's talk about non-home automation. What else have I been doing or what else I've been up to? Um, you know, obviously with the pandemic, not much. But uh, I did have a busy summer, even though with the pandemic, my work was pretty busy. We had a lot of things going on there. So I eventually, at some point, I need to take some time off just to get away from work. We didn't really have a family vacation this year or anything. Didn't really plan on continuing to have a family vacation. By the time I was able to take some time off, my kids were already doing their uh, virtual schooling, homeschooling. So uh, wasn't a lot of time to do a lot as a family there. And again, where are we going to go? What do you know? I don't want to take my kids anywhere and get them sick or anything. So instead of that, I opted to take a good week, week and a half just to stay home. Stay away from work, not think about work, not have to discuss work. I tried not to answer emails too often. I tried not to look at my phone to answer emails or think about emails, but I did here and there. And uh, it was pretty nice, actually. I enjoyed it. And what did I do? I did two things that kept my mind off of work. And... (laughs) It was just things that needed to be done around the house. One was I have a shed in my backyard. And that shed, you could see two layers of shingles that were curling up. And you see the underlayment. That's how bad the roof was on that shed. It was uh, a barn-type shed. Uh, that's what the roof would look like. And uh, so I had some leftover uh, oh uh, shingles. Uh, I got another pack of shingles free from uh, my father-in-law who had some extras. And I ended up buying, I think, two and a half packs. Well, I bought three, but I think I went through two and a half packs extra beyond that. And I was able to shingle the roof. I bought the underlayment, you know, bought the nails. I did hammer by, do it all by hand. I didn't have a nail gun for the roofing nails. I did for, you know, a staple gun for the underlayment, and that worked out great. First time I'd ever used it. I'd had that staple gun for years. But first time I was ever, ever able to use it, and it worked great. So I can't complain there. Um, if I had to do it again, I, I would get a nailer, uh, rent one to do that, make things much faster. Uh, something that I thought was going to take me two days to tear off all the old shingles, put up the underlayment paper, and put up a new set of shingles took me four, four and a half days. And I would say a majority of that is because of all the manual hammering and nailing and things like that uh you know i was by myself so lifting shingles up on the roof taking stuff down you know up and down up and down takes a lot of time as well and uh let's face it i'm uh, i'm not a shape i'm not in shape anymore i'm out of shape so uh i have no shape except big large right so so uh it takes a lot out of me it's a lot more for me to do my age and uh But I liked it. I enjoyed it. Would I ever do it again? Nope. (laughs) I would hire somebody, I think. Or or if I had a nailer, maybe. Like I said, a nailer would have been so much faster if I had somebody just throwing shingles to me and and then toss them up and I could just, you know, nail them down. Uh, I think the measuring and cutting when you got to each end of each row, I think that's what took so long because I'd have to measure it. A lot of times I'd have to climb down, cut it, come back up, nail it in, and then do the next row. And then when you get to the end, you have to measure it, cut it, bring it back up, nail it in. I think that's what took most of the time. But if you had somebody on the ground that could do that, if it was a two-person job, you could easily have gotten this done in two days. Easily. You know. So, but it was a good project and, you know, took me four days, but it took me four days. I I don't care. You know, I was able to get it done. 
saved myself probably a little bit of money by doing it myself. Um, I don't think it was that expensive. I think when I went back and looked at it, maybe it's been a hundred bucks if that. So it is what it is, but it turned out nice. The, the shed looks good, and now I don't have to worry about the roof for next hopefully six, seven, eight, nine, ten years or more. You know, uh, it should last me quite a while. Um, so that was one thing I got done uh, during that same time off. I did something that was way out of my comfort zone. I put an exhaust fan in our main bathroom. Uh, we did not have one of these previously. So to have one now is, is quite a improvement. Uh, all the years that we lived in this house, uh, you know, there's a window in there, but we don't crack it. It gets too cold if you crack it, especially this time of year in the winter, right? Uh, so we have mold in it. There's mold in the window. Now, it's black mold, yes. Is it the black, black mold? I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, we probably do eventually need to swap that window out, get a new one put in. Uh, but that's another bigger job. And that's something I will hire out. I won't do that myself. But, uh, you know, to combat all that, you have to put an exhaust fan in. You just do. So I went and I looked at fans and looked at fans. And every time I was going to, the, you know, the big box stores to... Uh, get stuff for the roofing, I would go look at the fans and look at the fans. And wow, you know, I could spend a lot of money and get this one with uh, Bluetooth speakers or one that does RGB lights and, oh, that would be so cool. And do I really need that? No. So I ended up just getting your plain Jane base, you know, medium-sized fan, <laughs> putting that in. The sucky part was is I had to get up in my attic crawled to the other end of the house and I do mean crawl my attic is not high enough to walk in so you have to crawl on your hands and knees then to get to the area over my bathroom literally I had to climb under uh, a truss and a truss 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 I had to crawl, crawl under one of the trusses which in my roof when they rebuilt it about 20 years ago from my understanding before I moved in they went way overboard with what they needed and so they had a, you had to climb over a truss and then under a support truss. And the support is there, and you climb under it on my stomach, and I barely fit. Okay, I'm a, I'm a bigger guy, and I barely fit underneath this. And then there was no room to lay under there. Literally, I had to lay on my stomach or on my side. If I was on my side, I was I was touching, you know, <laughs> the, the roof. Uh, so there was not a lot of room there. And I'm claustrophobic. So that didn't do good. I had I had one bad episode up there, but that's another story for another time, right? So I had to climb up there constantly every day to figure out where I was cutting this into the ceiling. And it's a good spot. It's it's probably about middle of where the shower is, you know, a couple feet inside the doorway. Um, it's not in the middle of the room, per se, where they recommend it, but it's middle of where the shower is. So that way, you know, any of the moisture in that coming from the shower should be getting sucked up pretty good. Um, hopefully it's keeping a lot of the moisture away from the window, although the window is farther away from it, but so far so good. I mean, the kids run it when they, they know to run it when they take showers. My wife runs it when she takes showers. They take longer showers than I do. When I run it, there's not a lot of steam in that room anyhow. So that's a good thing. Um, but even when they run it, you know, once in a while the room will steam up pretty good, but as soon as you shut that shower off, it's out of there pretty quickly. So it's been running pretty well. The hardest part for the whole thing that really was nerve-wracking for me was the electrical side of it. I am not big on electrical, but I did run my own electrical. Um, I had to run it, obviously, from the fan up in the attic, down the wall, 
uh, find where all that was, figure out how to get it down the wall. I had a medicine cabinet I had to work around or work through kind of to run the wires down there. And then I had a two gang outlet and I had to change that to a three gang outlet, uh, which I did and was able to run it, tie everything together. There is a lot on that circuit. I don't know why they have so much on that circuit. They have my daughter's room, the bathroom, my master bedroom, and one of our uh, walls in our living room is tied to it. So all of that was tied in together. Um, why they have so much tied to one circuit, I have no idea, but it seems like it's been working okay so far. Uh, one of our lights in our master bedroom is has started flickering since then. Uh, every now and again, I think sometimes it pulls a little too much juice and it's taking the wear on the light bulb. It is an LED light bulb though, so it's not the worst thing. And after a couple seconds, it comes out full bright. The bathroom lights are doing the same thing. Those are getting close to 10 years old LED lights. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, if I got to go replace some LED bulbs, I got to replace some LED bulbs. Those are getting cheaper nowadays anyways. So does it really matter? Probably not. Uh, but yeah, so those were my two big projects I did. So, you know, if I'd been good on the podcast, I would have taken pictures of these. Maybe at some point later in the future, I will. Um take pictures of the finished products anyhow but if i'd have been uh, up and up on my podcast during this time i would have been taking photos while i did it and i could have posted those out on patreon but i didn't so uh it is what it is but th- those would have been two more good episodes i'm trying to be a roofer and i'm trying to be a uh, bathroom exhaust fan installer is that how i'd go about it i don't know but uh so those are kind of the the bigger things that i had done since then um I haven't been able to do too much else besides that. Uh, I did create, finally, I know I talked in the past, workbench for my basement. Uh, I finished that project a couple months ago. Again, I should have taken pictures and I'd done a pot on it, but I didn't. Uh, But I know I talked about that in in previous episodes. So I was able to uh, just take some 2x4s and some 3 quarter inch plywood sheathing, uh, do a basic, uh, I guess you can say base, a basic base, <laughs> uh, out of the two by fours, uh, double, double, doubled them up towards the bottom where I was putting the bottom shelf in and, uh, put some casters on there. And I had a, the hardest part was I had, uh, a big, long, wide shelf probably about four feet wide this was a shelf that was on the bottom of one of my kids um oh uh what do you call it <laughs> not their bed it was it was on the it was on the bottom of their uh crib and when we got rid of the crib and i you know we sold it you, you could kind of sell it without selling the whole get up off it so i kept those pieces i said okay i'm gonna hang on to these and someday when i build a workbench it's gonna be a nice big huge open drawer for me well that wasn't as easy as i thought it was gonna be because i didn't want an extra large super wide bench i was only looking maybe you know four and a half five feet i believe it's just under five feet is what i ended up with um Cause that's all the space I have for in the furnace room where, where it's at. And then to get these in there, I had to build sides so that you could throw the, uh, 
the rails on so that then you could have this sit on. And then the rails are the kind that once you push it in, they kind of uh, slide down, but they slide up when you're taking it off. So it it's hard to explain, but it was I had a hard time visualizing how to do that. Um, is it working? Yes. Did I make it work? Yes. Is it as nice looking now of a bench as I originally wanted? Probably not. It probably looks a little more janky. Uh, like I just kind of threw it together, which I basically did. But um, it took me a few days and then, you know, I got the, the wood cut and I got the main body put together and then I brought it in my basement, screwed it all together and I got that part done. And I said, okay. And then I got the top put on. And during this time, I bought myself a Ryobi uh, oh, hand router and so i'm gonna try this out and tried it out and i had some mistakes with it you know but it's a workbench i don't really care i mean if i don't like it i did make the top in a way that i can easily unscrew it take it off put a new top on i did not glue it down i tried to glue glue most of the other pieces together but uh the top i just didn't glue glue down i said no if i want to take this off and put another three quarter inch piece across here you know that's what I'm going to do. If, you know, if it's sacrificial, it's sacrificial. I'm not going to worry about it. Right. So I do have that together. Now I, I took everything I had on the floor of my furnace room for probably the last three, four years, got it off the floor. Thank God. It's all on top of the bench now. So now I need to go down there at some point, and clean my bench up. Uh, but that's trying that's, that's pretty much it. That's catching you up on all the stuff I've been doing the last four or five months. Um, Things that, you know, I'm trying to talk about things that would have would have made interesting podcasts and just didn't get there with it. So we'll see. We'll see where these things go and, and, and how they they last for me and where it leads me to. Like I said, maybe at some point here, I will take pictures of everything from the workbench to the fan to the uh, uh, shed roof. You know, once I can get out there and it's not cold and crappy out and uh, I'll post them for you. Now, what are some things I'm thinking about? I'm looking to do some maybe solar lighting around my shed. Uh, Life Hackster, again, he's one of these guys I was watching, and he, he does some nice solar lights along the outside of his house, and I believe at his shed also. Um, I know he does some over by his garden and his fence line and all that. I'm not looking to do any of that. You know, I got a chain link fence and everything, but, uh, I, you know, I thought about that. And I'm like, I wouldn't mind having something over my door of my shed because, Otherwise, in the middle of the night, you know, for the most part, yeah, like I said, I have floodlights off the back of my house. They do kind of light up that area, but if somebody really wanted to walk over there, yeah, they may set those lights off and make it a little brighter, but they could still stand in my shed. There's a tree in the way that they could block the view of the shed. Nobody would even see them standing there. So uh, I wouldn't mind getting some solar lights that have a little motion detector on it, put it above the shed door, and that way it shoots down. Outside of that, uh... We're looking to clean our basement, get some things cleaned up in the basement. It might cause me to build some more shelving units. If I do that, I'd like to, to maybe do a pot on those and include some pictures. And then uh, my desk, my desk that I'm currently sitting at that I use to work at, working from home, which most of us are doing. Um, my work is plan is to still have us work from home as much as we can until June. Uh We'll see what happens come June, but for that's the plan for now. And uh, so I usually work down here two, three days a week. I'm in the office at least one, maybe two days a week. And then we have a area upstairs where my kids do schooling and my wife has a desk for when she's teaching them. I usually have to sit up there about one day a week when my wife's at work. 
So uh, I'd like to extend my desk so that I have more room. I have a spot where, you know, the main computer's at and the keyboard and mouse for that. But then I have a little spot on the side where I have extra monitors that that's what I currently use when I'm sitting down here with my laptop. Uh, I'd like to expand that area so I got a little more room. I don't feel as crouched. Um, don't get me around. I love it. And it works great right now, but I'd like to expand that. On the other side, I'd like to, to do like a uh, leaf or an extension that goes about four feet across the back wall into the corner um, over top of a cabinet I have. And then I could put my lamp on top of there, the printer, a couple other things. Uh, and then I have an electrical, oh, I don't know what you want to call it, wallboard. That sits behind me, and that's where like my modem, my router, uh, switch, uh, my A Lady, my Google Home Mini. That's where that is all mounted and sits. I'm thinking about uh, making a bigger one and adding some more to it. I have another switch. I think I might want to put up there. Uh, I may need a new modem. I've been learning. I upgraded my cabling. It's another upgrade I did that I could have done a pot about. Uh, I took my main uh, network cabling line that goes from my modem here in my office, runs across my basement through the ceiling in the basement, pops up in the family room at the opposite end of the house and plugs into the first router. I have the mesh router system. We've talked about that before on here. Plugs into that. Uh, that line was a Cat5 line. And I noticed with my home internet I could never get faster than 130 megs. Well, I only paid for 100. So I thought, well, that's that's good then. I'm doing great. Well, then when the pandemic hit and everybody's using the internet, kids and everything else, I thought, well, I should up this. So I was upping it to 200 megs. Well, I still couldn't get better than 130 megs. So I thought, hmm. So I looked at the line. The line was only cat 5. So I thought, well, that, that's my problem. It's cat 5. I'm not supposed to get 130 megs even with that, you know, I'm Getting over 100 is miracle. So through work, I was able to get my hands on some Cat 6A. Uh, I ran two strands of it, or two two lines of it, um, from one end of the basement to the other end of the basement. I was able to pop those up through the floor where the old lines were and put some ends on them, connected them, and now I can't even really get 100. So I don't know if those are the ends I have. I don't know if I kinked. The one line was super bad that it, it won't do any better, that maybe I have a bad connection in it. I don't have a fluke or anything where I could really test the lines. Um, I do have a connection at work that I may be able to make sure that all the pairs are working properly. Uh, if I remember to bring that home, I may bring that home just to do some testing. And then, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what else it could be. So I started looking into it some more, and my modem really only supports 130 megs. So I'm like, well, that's probably a bigger part of the issue. So I've been looking into possibly upgrading my modem, something that if, you know, God forbid we ever did get gig, gig uh, internet around here, I could go to a gig. Um, but, I, I, you know, I don't need the 200. I mean, we've been doing fine with the 100. But, you know, maybe it would be nice to have the 200. I do do a lot of video conferencing. I do do. I do do a lot of video conferencing for work. Um as I'm sure everybody does right now. So it may help with that. Uh, I, I don't know. So that's something else I'm looking into. And then again, I, you know, I mentioned the ends. It could be the ends I used. Uh, 
Cat 6 and Cat 6A slightly different. There's different gauge. Could be. Uh, I do know mine is a 23-wire gauge versus the 24, which is Cat 5E and Cat 6. Sometimes. Cat 6, I'm finding it seems like sometimes it's 24 and sometimes it's 23. Uh, mine is 23. I do believe I have the right ends for that, but I just don't know how compatible those ends are because they're like a metal end. So I don't know if those are causing interference for me since it's going into a home solution modem and router versus industrial, you know, something Cisco related. But uh, I, I don't know if that's the issue or not. So I might look into just putting new ends on those lines and, and trying it out again. And I may not. We'll see. So that, that, that may be another pod one of these days or at least an update in the pod. Uh, but that's about it. So this is, this is one of my longest pods I've had for... I'm trying in quite a long time. Uh, hit me up. Uh, respond. Let me know what you think. You know, I don't ever hear from you guys. I know you guys are out there. I see the statistics. I get the downloads. But I'm never hearing from you. So please email me. It's I'm trying Dan. I-M-T-R-Y-I-N-G-D-A-N at gmail.com. Uh, same handle out on Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter. Uh, I have another podcast, The PTR Show. And another podcast called Everything Avatar. Go check those podcasts out. Uh, Everything Avatar is about Avatar The Last Airbender. I do that with my niece. And the PTR show is one about TV and movie shows that me and my buddy Brian do. Uh, And we discuss about what we've watched and entertainment news in those areas of interest, TV and movies. And uh, check those out. Give them good ratings as well as this one. And let me know. Uh, You know, I mentioned before. I'm contemplating taking this one and going to YouTube with it. What do you guys think? You know, do I, do I turn this to a video podcast or do I leave it just the way it is? It's easier for me just the way it is. I'm not excited about showing myself on cam, but Hey, you know, if, if I can get some more traction that way and, and make this more, uh, more interesting to other people, then maybe that's what I'll do. You got, you guys let me know what you think. All right. Hit me up. I'm trying Dan at gmail.com. Let me know. Talk to me. Let me know. Do you like that? I'm, I'm podcasting. I'm not going to say podcasting again because I think I said that last year. I think I made a podcast last year right after the first year, like the first or second of January. I said, I'm going to do this all the time. I'm going to do it once a month. I'm not making no promises this time. This time, no promises. So uh, for this episode, hey, thanks for coming and listening. And until next time. Intro and outro music for the I'm Trying Podcast created by Scott Kulik. If you'd like to support this podcast, please become a patron at patreon.com forward slash I'm trying podcast. For the I'm trying podcast, my name is Dan and I'm trying. Are you?